Good morning, everyone. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in to our live broadcast. We just want to remind you, any prayer requests, testimonies, or questions, please send them in to us, and we will address them as soon as we possibly can, whether it be on a, on a few podcast or um, uh, on an email or a response directly to you. You can contact us at jasondemars.com or at our email, demjas at gmail.com. You can also call or text us, 612-293-6846, or contact us on any social media platform you're watching on. Uh, we're going to continue on the Seven Church Ages, Part 2, and we're going to look at a little bit at dispensations of time. Second Peter 3.8 says that a thousand years for man is as one day for God. So first of all, there's three different classes of people. Uh, the Bible speaks about this. The Jew, the Samaritan, the Gentiles. Another way it looks at three classes of people is the Jew, the Gentile, the church, or the bride. And the bride is made up of Jews and Gentiles. Though there's a period of time where God deals with the Gentiles distinctly than he deals with the Jews. So, there's 2,000 years from Adam uh, to Noah, and there's a time of God dealing with Israel for 2,000 years. Then Christ comes, then there's a Gentile dispensation for 2,000 years, so now you have six days. And then the seventh day is the millennium, the time of rest. So there's seven days of time, or 7,000 years of time on the earth. God deals with the Jews for 2,000, Gentiles for 2,000. Now let's look at this more closely. Romans 11, 25 through 29. For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles become in. And so all Israel shall be saved, as it is written, there shall come out of Zion the deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant unto them, when I shall take away their sins, as concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sakes. But as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sakes. For the calling of God are without repentance. So God is going to God dealt with Israel distinctly. He, he they wound up in unbelief, and he grafted in the Gentiles. Now the Gentiles are are coming in, and when the fullness of the Gentiles comes in, then God will turn and begin to deal with the Jews. So during, during the Gentile dispensation, there are seven distinct church ages, or seven different periods of time within the church dispensation where God is dealing specifically with Gentiles. At the end of that time period, there's a rapture, then God turns and begins to deal with the Jews once again. So, the original church... The founder of the original church is the Lord Jesus Christ. The foundation of that church is Revelation. 
The leader of that church is the Holy Spirit. The state of the original church was perfect. This is starting in 33 AD. They were all baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew 16, verse 18, but, And I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So what rock? Is Peter the rock? No. Let's read verses 15 through 17 in Matthew 16. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And it's upon that rock. What is it? The rock of revelation. That is what the church, church's foundation that it is built upon revelation of Jesus Christ. It also says it's built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. What about those apostles? It's their revelation that they received. That is the foundation, the revelation of Jesus Christ written in the New Testament. That is what the church is built upon. And that's the foundation we need to start from. What is the absolute of the church? Is it the apostles themselves? Is it men? Is it Peter? Is Peter the rock that the church is built on? The very next instant, Peter turns around and, and Jesus has to rebuke him and says, Get behind me, Satan. Uh, Peter, if you look at Scripture, had to be rebuked by Paul. Peter had the revelation, uh, had the apostleship to the Jews. Paul had the apostleship to the Gentiles. But could Christ build it upon, build it upon sinful man? No. Christ built it upon revelation. And revelation is what is the foundation of the church. Revelation of what? Revelation of the Word. Who is the Word? The Word is Jesus Christ. So the Word is our absolute. Not the carriers of the Word, but the Word itself. Yes, God has carriers. Those carriers come and those carriers go. Each age, each generation, they change. But God's foundation is the revelation of the Word, and it always remains that the church is not the absolute. The bishop is not the absolute. The apostle is not the absolute. The prophet is not the absolute. Christ is the absolute, the revelation of who he is. Not the person that brings the revelation, but he himself. So let's start looking at uh, the first few church ages. Uh, revelation 2, 1 through 7. We read, And unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. That's Jesus Christ. I know thy works, and thy labor, and thy patience, and how thou canst not bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles, 
and are not and has found them liars. So the church, the church in Ephesus was careful about who they received because they know that who they received had the influence of what word they were receiving. This is important. This is what the first church age had a discernment about who was bringing the word of the Lord and who was not bringing the word of the Lord. And has borne and has patience and for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou has left thy first love. Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen and repent and do the first works or else I will come unto thee quickly and will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. But this thou hast, that thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. So, the tr- this... Church age is the Ephesian church age. It's the first church age. It's the foundational church age that all the other church ages look back to. Why? Because the messenger to it was the Apostle Paul. And he is the example minister. He is the minister that all of us can look back to and say an example of what it means to serve Jesus Christ. This is the example of what a true messenger sent from the Lord is. This dispensation started when God began to deal exclusively with the Gentiles. This was roughly around the year 53 AD. And this time period went unto about the year 170. Paul was alive at the beginning, roughly first 10 years 10 to 12 years, depending on what history you look at, of this church age. And he was the one that laid the foundation of revelation for the church for all ages. Romans 11:13. For I speak to you Gentiles, inasmuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify mine office. Acts 13, 46. Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said, It was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken unto you, Jews. But seeing ye put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, lo, we turn to the Gentiles. Acts 20, 28 through 30. This is an important verse looking at what John wrote. Take heed there. For unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of God which he has purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after them. So the star messenger of the first church age, again, was the Apostle Paul. He was the angel to that first church. And the word Ephesus means aimed at or relaxed. 
So, number one, they left their first love. So, look at that. God is love. So, they left their love for God. They changed the leadership primarily as being looking to the leadership of the Holy Spirit from God to man. They began, and that was, this was the process of beginning that they did that. After the apostles went off the scene, slowly the leadership turned from being the headship of Christ to being the headship of man. It changed from revelation to mere education. So we have, the, we have then the deeds. It speaks of the deeds of the Nicolaitans. Uh, this was what Jesus had against them. They had the deeds of the Nicolaitans. Who are the Nicolaitans? Well, the, this is a compound word. It's two words, Nico and Lao. Two words. Nikao means to conquer. Lao means the laity. So it's saying, or, or the people, to conquer the laity, to take away the leadership of the Holy Ghost in each individual and putting it on, beginning it on to holy men, to a priesthood, to a group of men instead of to the Holy Spirit. So in Ephesus, they suffered persecution and they baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the persecution was because of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Acts four seventeen through 19. But that it spread no further among the people, let us straightly threaten them that they henceforth to no man, that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. So they were persecuted because of the name of Jesus Christ. Now that, that of course, was not referring to the church period, but it was referring, what we're trying to point out is, the, Lord, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ was primary. It wasn't titles of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. It was the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we're going to end there uh, with the first church age and pick up the second church age in Smyrna uh, next time we come live. May God bless you.